welcome to the Build Better Brands podcast. Today, I am joined by James Bacon. James is not a personal trainer. He's much more than that. Much, much more. He helps people to ultimately get out of pain. Um, he's, helped, he, he's helped me get out of pain. For those of you that know me, I've suffered with an injury for many, many years. And James is the one that has incredibly fixed me um yeah he's a bit of a magician so welcome to the show James Danielle it's an absolute pleasure to be on this podcast with you I really appreciate it the invite thank you for being here um obviously one of the reasons I've asked you is because you're a business owner so you understand the the ups and downs and the trials and tribulations of running your own business but you're also obviously very um you know you care a great deal about health and well-being and people putting their health first and and that's why I thought I've got to ask James to come on because that's the topic I'm talking about you know business owners and and the relationship that they have with with their health and well-being and how it impacts them and their brand but uh, give us a little bit of history first of all tell us a bit about yourself and how you got started all right. So yeah, I'm James Bacon, as you said. Uh, I'm currently 38 years old, getting there to that big foot 40 now. I have been in the health and fitness industry. This is my 13th year as a business owner. I came about coming into the health and fitness industry back when I was around 19, being the overweight kid uh, all of my life and started going to the gym. I lost about eight stone I was about 19 stone at the age of 19. I lost about eight stone right, uh, in about two years, just going to the gym every day. And I thought to myself, I feel a lot different to how I was. Uh, I had a lot more energy. I was just enjoying life a little bit more. And I, I thought to myself, well, if, if I can do it, maybe I can help other people do the same thing, right? So, yeah, I, was, I think I was working for uh, Toyota manufacturing at the time. Uh, and I was taking my qualifications around that job at the weekends, etc. going into college. Qualified as a personal trainer, so I am a personal trainer uh, at heart. And ever since then, yeah, I've been in the industry. Uh, I started my own business, uh, went on to do some further studies, uh, strength and conditioning coach and human movement science. So that's where this sort of pain voodoo magic, what people call it, comes from, uh, helping people to get out of pain back to health and fitness amazing and I know you said you are a personal trainer at heart and I'd, I like to I like to kind of tease you about that <laughs> because yeah. when people when people okay when I told people that I'd met you and that you got me out of pain sure and they were like well, what does he do is he put a personal trainer I was like no and I found it initially quite quite difficult to explain what it was that you did so Rather than put words in your mouth, when people ask you what you do, what do you say to them now? I'm a personal trainer. <laughs> so, sometimes I think people just recognize that as the, the go-to words, right, in the industry. Uh, I want to get fit, so I'm going to hire a personal trainer, et cetera. Uh, and I, 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 I believe that a lot of people, maybe when they just walk into a gym, they may not know the difference between the, the personal trainers or the coaches available. Uh, they may go for the cheapest option or just do the like the look of right so yeah I think if I call myself a personal trainer it's more identifiable identifiable but yeah I think I've been a lot more than that as well I call myself a coach more than anything because uh, that's 
helping people, not just telling them what to do and beasting them like some personal trainers do, right? So, okay, coach, we'll call you coach, coach. then. Coach Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, you're a business owner. Mm-hmm. How long have you been running your business now? So it's just turned 13 years. Just turned 13. Yeah. That's yeah. a long time. Over a century. Yeah. Mm. It's yeah, it's been an interesting journey for sure. Um I wouldn't change it. Why is that? It's just uh, I love I love do, doing what I do. Uh and yeah, I think I've gained a lot of valuable knowledge and experience inside coaching, but also everything else that goes with your business. Like there's so much to learn. Uh and there's always something new to learn uh, every day. So yeah. it's just making yourself that more valuable person. Right. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's great. And that's why I love it. Awesome. Obviously you will, you'll, you, there'll have been lots of ups and also downs, I assume with, you know, most businesses there are. Um, I'm pretty new to business compared to you. Sure. <laughs> And there've been some highs and some real lows in, in my short space of time. So, you know, tell us, tell us about some of the, the real highs and lows that you've experienced. Oh, you know, it's a crazy industry, the health and fitness one. So yeah, I'd say there's more lows and highs (laughs) as as with life. Right. But yeah, I think one of the toughest times was probably just that pandemic recently going from a busy physical location of about 75 clients down to about six in the space of like three or four weeks that was pretty low but that's the sort of adapt pivot change point what you have to go through and yeah it was either do that or just quit but I'm not a quitter right so um yeah I've had some amazing results with people as well like yourself Um, and if I can change someone's life by just getting rid of pain for somebody that that's big that's massive for somebody um so yeah I've, I've had many yeah many ups and downs i'd say yeah when you're new into business that first three years was like really tough like you've got to establish yourself get your name out there and if you're going alone it's hard and you've got you've got to learn that marketing advertising selling what people don't tell you right so yeah they were the hard bits yeah Mm. so i'm a second passion i I like marketing and advertising i find it fun so so yeah selling marketing advertising you've had to wear lots of different hats yeah. how how has that been so I, I enjoy it i'll say i'm not a natural salesman i don't think anyone is but it's just something that you sort of learn as you go along right and i, I i'm a big believer that if you've got a good set of testimonials behind you that sort of breaks down those those barriers anyway so people always look for those right it's like when you, you shop on amazon isn't it you always look at the reviews first always looking at those reviews without fail and seeing how many you know if if a product's only got a couple you don't bother you're looking for ones that have got a hundred a thousand or more and that's the one you're kind of interested in yeah yeah i'm with selling you 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 don't come from a point of sales in a way it's how can i help you at the end of the day you're trying to help that person and trying to break down those limiting beliefs right so Mm. uh, i'm sure when you first uh did a little bit of work with me he was like he's not going to fix me right so (laughs) did I was I had my doubts and that's only because I I've seen you know no disrespect to anyone that's that's in in and around the industry you know I've seen a lot of physios and I've worked with 
you know, a lot of doctors and I've been given lots of exercises and I'd be fine for a bit, but it would always come back. And for someone that's, I, I can't really call myself an athlete, but <laughs> for someone that plays hockey and enjoys it, it became very frustrating. Uh, but the the turning point for me was when it started to have an impact on life when I wasn't playing sport. So just walking around and and getting that ache in my knee, um, you know, sitting down, long car journeys. I used to get that pain, that sharp pain in in my knee, and you know, I'd have to swap over with my partner because it was it was literally agony. It felt like my knee was almost stuck, and it was horrible. And and when things start to have an impact on your day to day life that's when you kind of go well that's when I went you know what <laughs> can't go on like this <laughs> I just I'm just trying to drive a car you know um but it happens so gradually that you almost don't notice it's happening that's right that's right and uh, yeah a lot of people won't look at the problems until it becomes to that point where they're having that impact on their life so yeah the pre- prevention is always better than cure for sure but again that's just down to an educational sort of thing I think with most people yeah definitely and I think I think that's why it's so important especially as a business owner to pay attention to those things because as we both know you know if we're currently if we're not in our business and things do come to a standstill don't they that's it that's it yeah yeah if there's only one of us we ain't gonna be able to run the business so mm. So why is the relationship that you have with yourself so important, do you think, then, when, when it comes to starting and succeeding in your business? Well, I suppose I've been at both ends of the sort of spectrum, really. So I've been that overweight, obese kid that struggled to move, was in pain all the time, mentally and physically. And then I've also been in really good shape. So I know that if I'm not at my best, then I can't give my clients the best either. Uh, and that happened again through uh, sort of the lockdown and COVID period. I think I gained sort of like 15 kilogram just because I wasn't moving as much. And I started, I was starting to get frustrated with my business. Like I'm just going to burn it all to the ground. I've had enough. I'm just going to get a job. Uh, but then yeah, so it turned around. So yeah, I think looking after your own health and fitness is so important, no matter what job you're doing at the end of the day, because yeah, we've only got one shot of health, right? Really? If something happens, yeah, we can probably get a bit more time, but we want to be in the best condition we can. So looking after our own bodies is is always top of my agenda. Anyway, health, health before anything. Mm. And it wasn't it was probably lockdown where I really started paying more attention to my health and myself because I had the time you know during lockdown I was I was lucky enough to be employed I was contracted but I had you know I didn't have the commute so I had more time so I had a longer breakfast and some mornings I'd have time to go for a, a quick walk after breakfast same in the evenings in the summer we well in the spring even when lockdown first appeared we had that gorgeous weather mm. that we shouldn't have had <laughs> um but we did and I didn't have to take advantage of it I was outside as much as possible moving and 
even even if I was feeling a bit grumpy and a little bit fed up because lockdown was it was tough just getting out and moving it's like it completely changes your mentality yeah yeah the slogan is movement is medicine right so movement is medicine that is it and what what a slogan Mm. so obviously you're always encouraging people to move um do you think do you think you're actually having an impact on more than just people's physical physical health yeah definitely i I think that I'd say that anyone that's in pain, I'd say, yeah, it may start affecting business. It may start affecting the family, income, anything like that. So, yeah, if someone's in better health, physical health, that's also going to go inside with better mental health as well, isn't it? Like you said, you was in pain and it was starting to affect your day-to-day life. So sooner or later, that's going to start dripping down to all the other areas in your life. So, yeah, I think, yeah, there's there's definitely a, a... huge number of different areas that it helps yeah no for sure and I think it's super important and sometimes something that we kind of can overlook quite easily we're we're living in a very fast-paced world now yeah and there's we are spoilt for choice on things to do and things to stimulate us and take our attention and and I think it's because of all that that a lot of time we don't pay attention to what's going on in in our bodies be it physical or mental you know more often than not the signs are there um I remember you talking about um pain in the body and how a lot of people of a particular age start talking about pain like it's normal or it's because I'm getting old yeah the story to tell him himself right (laughs) (laughs) it's because I'm getting old and it wasn't until you said that that I started paying attention to people that were saying that saying oh yeah oh yeah it's my back oh you know I'm getting old it's age and I'm thinking (laughs) no why why do we think that it's so true it's it's not just because of age right absolutely yeah I mean if you look at I've seen bodybuilders that are like 70, 80 years old and they're in great shape, right? But yeah, I guess it's just a, a story to just disguise the fact that they're not paying that attention that they need to to themselves and they've let themselves slide for whatever reason. So yeah, it's easier to blame something else, isn't it? Than actually look at yourself and think, well, I've not really done anything. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's the reason. Mm, no, totally. And... You also work with a lot of business owners, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, sort of that is my target now. Um, Yeah, it's it's gone really busy recently. I'd say 80% of my clients now are business owners. And, yeah, you see all all of them, they'll come to me and they're frustrated, they've got pains or they're not moving well, they've got injuries. And, And... yeah, time is always a, a big thing for business owners. But if we can teach them to make their health a priority again, then, yeah, we can usually get some exercise done during work. I don't know my clients try and do things during work, during the business hours. But, yeah, it, it's an interesting one. Interesting. Cool. No, it's, it's amazing that you're working with a lot of business owners and, and 
um, I remember seeing your videos on LinkedIn, you know, you were talking about people that sit at desks mm-hmm. and straight, I was like, that's me. I'm sat at a desk all day. And you were talking about tightness in, um, I think you were talking about the hip flexor and that causes a weakness in the hamstring or something like that. And then it, it can impact the knee. Like the fact that they were kind of all connected. And I was like, literally, I remember watching that video and reading, you know, reading your caption being like, that's me. It's talking about me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I like to use the terms Donald Duck, Pink Panther and Quasimodo. Yeah, okay. No. Talk us through them. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, it's interesting. So yeah, if you imagine Quasimodo, he's got that sort of hunchback. So we can, we can relate that to kyposis of the spine. They've got a lot of tightness in front of the body. Muscles on the back are starting to stretch out beyond a normal range of motion. And of course, the bones have got to follow the muscles, right? The, the bones just don't move on their own. So it's always down to a muscle dysfunction or the muscle virus, as we call it. Uh, old Donald Duck's got the lower back pain. If you look at him, you'll see his bum sticking out. <laughs> And that's causing hyperlordosis of the spine. He's got tight hip flexors, a weak core, and uh, hamstrings are a little bit overstretched because his pelvis is tipping forward, so he's got a bit of an anterior pelvic tilt. And pink panthers the other way around, so he's got a posterior pelvic tilt. If you look at him, he's got no visible bum. It's tucked underneath, so he's got tight bum cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a pull-down rib cage, and he's probably got a lot of tightness in the upper chest as well, so... It's just a, it was just a way for people to identify themselves really easily. Uh, and it's something called upper cross syndrome. So we know that the pelvis is controlled by four areas. So we've got hamstrings and glutes. We've got the lower back, lumbar, extensors, flexors, whatever. And then we've got the, the core and the hip flexors. So if there's a dysfunction in one of those, there's going to be problems, right? So yeah. sitting, sitting down all day is not good for the human body at all. Uh, it can cause massive alterations in the spine and yeah it's just pretty bad for you all around really Mm. but what can we do what can we do apart from educate people and try and fix the problems yeah and I think I think that's the thing that's one of the things that really drew me to you is you know you were asking me all these questions and I clearly was doing a lot of things wrong but I didn't feel like you were judging me it was of Sorry, I, I cut you off then. Um, I didn't. I didn't feel like you were judging me. I felt like you genuinely wanted to help. Yeah. And I think a lot of the time, we do. We we're all doing our best, aren't we? Yeah. We're doing our best to make an honest living, to get through whatever this time is. You know, a lot of us have got families, partners. We've got commitments and. And life's busy and sometimes mm-hmm. it can be hard to take care of yourself. And when someone starts asking you, are you doing this, are you doing that? And the answer is no, and you're doing a lot of the right things, you can end up feeling a little bit guilty and like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit crap. I know I could be doing better, but I'm not. But you didn't make me feel like that. You just listened and helped. Mm. Yeah, there's always a question, isn't it? If you're not doing things, well, how can we? How can we start to make those small changes, right? So mm. every good habit starts with a small change, and then we just need to take those steps up. So that's it. It's, it's sort of meeting people where they're at, 
because uh, I'll say there's no point in me coming, you coming to me and saying I've got back pain. Well, right, we're going to do a thousand burpees, right? Mm. We're going to do that and hope for the best. So yeah, it's meeting people where they're at, identifying the problems, and then suggesting what we could do to move forward. But, I like um, that. Yeah, it's yeah. um, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes total sense. And having worked with you and seen the difference, no wonder the pain kept coming back. <laughs> and as soon as I get those niggles now, I don't even I don't even text you now and tell you about the niggles. You know what to do. You know what I to do. I know what to do. I'll get the foam roller out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um and you know, I do my I do my rolling and stretching and it it seems to work. It's amazing. Um so I've got a couple more questions before we kind of start to wrap up. Um, why, why do you care so much about helping people? Where did this kind of stem from? Uh, I, I, I guess it was from childhood. Like I said, I was very overweight and I suppose I felt helpless at the time until I realised that no one's going to come and save me. I'm, I can only save myself. But then you, you get different people from different walks of life and yeah, not, not everyone knows how, right? So I, I, I guess I just enjoy helping people like that and doing the best I can. I'd say not everyone's going to come and work with me. Not, you're not going to click with everybody. But like I say, we can only do our best to try and help those who want to be helped, I guess. so. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, obviously, you've been, doing, you've been helping people now for, for 13 years, mm. which is incredible where do you see what do you want to happen over the next sort of few years what's going on oh it's an interesting one isn't it? obviously i'm working with you at the moment just do a bit of a rebrand uh i've been jdb strength for conditioning for i don't know 13 years so yeah changing over to the body fix coach yeah, it's probably more in, in alignment of what I'm doing now. Uh, people recognise that, they see that and think, yeah, I need that. I need yeah. the body fix coach. So, yeah, we're going to see where that goes. And, yeah, we're starting to put a bit of a plan together for the next year. A bit of a forecast where I want to go. Maybe get my own facility again, just depending on the... Ooh. Ooh, yeah, insight. <laughs> but it just really depends on... Because I'm happy where I'm at now. Uh, I've got enough clients at the moment to keep me busy. It's just where where do I want to take it? Mm. Can, can I scale up? Do I want to scale up? You know what I mean? I, I'm I I'm think not. You hit the nail on the head there. You said you're happy where you are, and yeah. that's so important, isn't it? Yeah, so I've got I've got two children. Um, I think that yeah, I, I'm in business because I want to spend more time with my family, especially my kids because they're only so young at the moment. And the thought of working for somebody else on their terms again, it's not going to happen. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think at the moment I'm only working sort of Monday to Friday lunchtime. I'm having the rest of the weekend off. Yeah. I know as a business owner you can't switch off, but just just controlling your diary, as old Peter G says. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. So to someone that might be thinking about starting a business you know what advice would you give to someone think about it 
Yeah, that's it. I'd say if if someone it depends what sort of industry they're in, but if they've got some great experience and knowledge from maybe being employed or in my case working at a gym a little bit before, yeah, to make sure you, you do your research and make sure that you're ready to go because it is tough. Uh, there are times where you'll probably want to cry. <laughs> but yeah, if, if that's what you feel like you're called to do, then do it. Yeah, you'd say mm. it's. Uh, is a, a good thing to do have your own business for sure and what's the is there a particular is there anything that you wish you'd known before you started you know now you like, oh, i wish someone had told me that uh, i guess you just don't know what you're letting yourself in for right <laughs> <laughs> very true because, yeah, when you first start, you're like, yeah, I'm a business owner now. I'm going to make all this money and I'm going to have all these clients and have more time. But that's not the case. Uh, so, yeah, just, I guess I guess when I took my personal training qualifications, they didn't tell you anything about business. So it's, yeah, doing that. Maybe you could just go to, maybe I could have gone to university, mm-hmm. uh, done, done some inside business degree or something like that to get, have you a little bit more equipped uh but yeah it... maybe surround yourself by other business owners absolutely a mentor I, I, or yeah I, yeah i've had a few coaches over the years right but mm-hmm. i still have at the moment we, we, we share someone so mm-hmm. phg yeah uh <laughs> so yeah, yeah it can get quite lonely as well can't it as a business owner sometimes yeah, it and can. especially when you work from home yeah just having that network of people just that you can reach out to just make sure you build some quality relationships uh, just so you can reach out to people, even if it's just for how are you phone call, right? So <laughs> yeah, keeps you, <laughs> just keeps you going. So yeah, and talking of reaching out, people listening, there might be they might think, oh, James sounds like a decent guy. I wanna I wanna get in touch with him. How do people reach out to you? Oh, so yeah, I'm on pretty much all the social medias, uh, LinkedIn. I'm on there. If you type in the James Bacon, I'm there. Uh, Instagram, Bodyfix Coach. I'm on Facebook, Bodyfix Coach. And I've got a website, thebodyfixcoach.co.uk. Awesome. I'm so glad to hear <laughs> that you're using the, the Bodyfix Coach so much. Um, when that's all finished, it's going to look amazing. Yeah, exciting. exciting. Awesome. Well, I'll be adding all of those links into the show notes so people can find and follow you um but i just wanted to say thank you so much for talking to me today i really appreciate you being on the show awesome thanks for having me it wasn't as bad as i thought it was <laughs> going to be right so. <laughs> i'm a nice i'm a nice interviewer yeah I'm, very, very you know, I'm not you know i'm not oprah but hey you gotta start somewhere right <laughs> that's it one day you'll be famous right so <laughs> thank you so much james nice speak to you soon see you later Bye.